and welcome back to the Passive Magic Podcast. NFL Week 15 is among us. We had a great Week 14 in the NFL. The Lakers can't close against the Boston Celtics, even though their big three put up an amazing uh, scorecard. The numbers were great. AD, LeBron over 30. Russ there at 20. Couldn't get it done. Jason Tatum's a whole other monster with his game. He has taken it to the next level. Definitely ahead in the MVP uh, race. So, so many things to get to today. Are the Buccaneers done in the playoffs? Are they still going to be relevant in the playoffs? We'll talk a little bit about that. What we saw from this uh, past weekend with uh, the Chiefs beating the Broncos. Chiefs are Patrick Mahomes is 10-0 and versus the Broncos. I think it was 2015, the last time the Chiefs uh, lost to the Broncos. We also have Micah Parsons calling out Jalen Hurts heading into Week 15. Big uh, matchup. Uh, I think it's Week 16. They're going to go up against each other, Cowboys and Eagles. As a Commanders fan, I'm going to be watching that game very closely. My Commanders have a big game this coming week. Things are starting to formulate into the playoffs. We're starting to get a good mixture we're going to see who's in, who's out, who's the front runners. I have definitely had to change my top teams, who I think will make a deep run in the playoffs and get to a Super Bowl. You know, I had the Buccaneers at the beginning of the year. I kind of still said, you know, even later on, if they weren't doing so good, I still believe in the Buccaneers. But Tom Brady lost to the 49ers this past weekend. That's where we're going to start. Tom Brady lost to... At one point, Tom Brady was one of the guys who was, he wasn't Mr. Irrelevant, but he was definitely taken late, overlooked, and had to have that dog mentality, took things personal. But Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant this past year, drafted by the 49ers, uh, last pick in the draft. He came out and he beat Tom Brady. Now, we're going to credit this uh, win from the 49ers to a lot of different factors. They had Debo Samuel, they had Kittle, uh, Ioku, they had... You know, Christian McCaffrey, they have a lot of different pieces, a lot of different weapons. As the quarterback of the 49ers, it's Trey Lance, Jimmy G, now it's Brock Purdy. You don't have to do too much. I kind of feel like we saw Trey Lance try and do too much in the early in the year. Then he gets hurt. Jimmy G comes in, does what Jimmy G does. Uh, Would have been the same as Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is pretty much Jimmy G, but he's younger Jimmy G. Now, we don't know if they're going to be able to make a deep run with Brock Purdy. But you don't have to do much in this offense with all these weapons. Debo, uh, you get the ball to him. Now he is hurt. We're going to see. That's going to be a big blow if he's out for a lot of time. He needs to at least be over 90% heading into the playoffs. Because that defense, they have their defense they lean on. Uh, Nick Bosa. I mean, they have a lot of different factors that play into them winning. So we can't just say, oh, because Jimmy G's hurt and they have Brock Purdy, they are out of contention to make a deep run in the playoffs. We just can't say that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the 49ers, but the Buccaneers are a different story. Tom Brady came out of retirement to go this year. A lot of distractions off the field for him. Came out of retirement. He's ready to go. This is not what he expected. He is trying to light a fire under his guys week after week. And I, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say it. Tom Brady, his play has declined a little bit. I will admit that. He hasn't played well. But his offensive line is banged up. I'm not going to sit here and make a lot of excuses for Brady because he is the GOAT and he should be able to elevate his team over a number of circumstances. 
but the team is injured. The O-line is is not what it was. The, the offensive weapons, they just can't seem to get separation for the wide receivers. The run game, the, where is Leonard Fournette? We don't know. They, they have a lot of different running backs they're trying to interchange in there. The tight end, they lost Gronk. A lot of people believe Gronk would be back. You know, he'd be back by this time of the year, come December. He's not. He is done. He's done with football. I, I kind of thought Gronkowski would come back one year as safety blanket for Brady, no doubt. Cameron Braid hasn't panned out. The Buccaneers are your classic, everything has gone wrong after the Super Bowl win. They, they had momentum last year. They were pretty much healthy, but everything went wrong. The Rams, we've seen it this year. The Rams are terrible. Everything went wrong. It's the Super Bowl slump, and this is what separates the good teams from the bad teams. Okay? We we saw the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, and they've kind of held on. Okay? They're, they're holding on. Even with Tyreek Hill leaving, they're holding on. The Bucks aren't holding on. They, they have totally entered that next phase where they're going to have to fight to earn everything. Going into the playoffs, now they're going to win their division, they're going to get in the playoffs, and I believe you can't count Brady out in the playoffs just because he's Brady. So we're going to have to give some respect there, and look, if it's Brady versus, this may sound uh, stupid because the a lot of teams are playing great, but if it comes down to Brady versus, I still feel this way, Brady versus Brock Purdy, Brady versus Hurts, Brady versus a number of NFC quarterbacks, I'm taking Brady. I'm not going to bet against the Buccaneers. Just because we're seeing this from the Eagles, we're seeing this, they're, they've only lost one game, they're, they got all the momentum, they're playing amazing, and they are. They have all the pieces put together. So do the Cowboys. The Cowboys seem, Dak Prescott, they, they seem to have a lot of things going for them right now. But Cowboys will do Cowboy things in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to take Brady. I'm still going to take Brady over Hurts, and I'm still going to take Brady <laughs> over... I'm going to take him over any of the young guys. I'm going to take him over Dak. I'm going to take him over Tua. I'm going to take him over Hurts. I'm going to take him over a lot of the younger guys. Now, I'm going to. I'm not going to take him over Mahomes or Allen or Burrow. Those guys are on another level, but they're all in the, all in the AFC. He doesn't have to go through them. A lot of these quarterbacks, you know, Dak's never been to an NFC championship game for the Cowboys, but every year we have Cowboys fans come up and they puff up their chest around this time of year and they say, we are going to the Super Bowl and not only that, we're going to win it. They are the classic, we speak for our team when the team isn't speaking for themselves on the on the field. So I'm going to take Tom Brady over Brock Purdy, no doubt, and I'm going to take him over Kirk Cousins. Look, it's no disrespect to those guys, they're playing great. A lot of the younger guys, I got to see them do it for a couple years. Everyone is anointing the MVP to Jalen Hurts. I get it. He's having a great year. Look at his numbers. He's having a great year. Micah Parsons, though, came out and made a very good point. We're going to segue into this from the Bucks and Brady. Micah Parsons said this uh, with Von Miller. That's what I'm saying. So if we look at the Eagles, is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, Miles um, Sanders. They scheme that they they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? 
Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just, like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that, like, I can't, I, I like, I, like when things are off, I, I just can't, like, hold it in. Like, I almost got to say something. Like, yeah, you're right. They got, they got a great team, great defense. But everyone, everyone has their own opinions, like. But they got, so, Jalen Hurts is MVP. He's good. He, He's good. They got him for the MVP. And, yeah, that was Micah Parsons on what he feels about Jalen Hurts, and that is stoking the rivalry between the Eagles and Cowboys. I'm not going to sit here and say, I believe 100% Jalen Hurts is the MVP, because everyone knows my feelings on that. He, he's not the MVP to me. It, it's between, uh, it, it's honestly, he's in the top three, but I, I got Patrick Mahomes as the MVP easily, easily. He's had some ups and downs, but we need to see this consistently. We need to see this not for a season, but next season too. I think you you have to have a couple years there of of showing something, or you need to be playing so spectacularly and hitting a 50 or more touchdown season like Mahomes did. Uh, Because MVP is most valuable player, not most valuable team. Okay, so I I get it, but I, I just think you could plug... I don't know. I think you could plug Tyler Huntley into that Tyler Huntley from the Ravens into that system. They got a great O-line. They got great receivers. It's set up great for a scrambling quarterback. I think you could plug in Lamar and that would work. I I'm you know, I Mahomes, Allen would work there, but of course those guys are next level. But the system, I believe, is one of the key reasons Jalen Hurts is doing well. And I'm not taking anything away from him. He's playing great. He's got great numbers. He's making all the throws. I just want to see it for next year. I just want to see it. I need to see the consistency. I don't need an MVP who's gonna fall off next year and not even <laughs> be a next year quarterback. I, I need to see him go to the playoffs. I need to see him keep this consistently. Look, if they get to the second round of the playoffs, NFC Championship game, which I do believe the Eagles have the ability to get there, if they get there, then I'll shut up. Even if they when when they if they lose that game, because I think the 49ers now just spoiler, they're going to be my team in the Super Bowl. I got the 49ers going. Now, as I said earlier, I'll take Brady over any quarterback, but team-wise, 49ers have the best team. This is the whole point. Even if the Eagles were to lose the NFC Championship game, which they're going to put up a good fight, even if they were to lose that game, I have to shut up then about Jalen Hurts. All right, this guy clearly next year will be an MVP candidate. He he got him to the playoffs. Same thing with Dak. We can't just anoint Dak an MVP uh, because, <laughs> you know, he's having a good year. Dak Prescott, I believe, has hit his ceiling. And so I, I don't think that Dak Prescott uh, should win an MVP because I think he's hit his ceiling. I want to see my MVP quarterbacks, next-tier quarterbacks, elevate your team. When you're when you're down 21-7 to seven in the fourth, I need to see you bring that team back and hit that next level. You, not the team, you. Devontae Adams or excuse me, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, and you. Use those weapons. That's what Brady did. That's what Mahomes does. That's what Allen does. That's what Burrow does. You you have to elevate the entire team, not just the offense, the defense. You have to inspire. And that, that's my biggest thing with Tua. We've seen uh, chinks in the armor of Tua Tungavaiola. And everyone was awarding Tua and Jalen Hurts and... <laughs> 
some of these guys, oh, MVP status, next level status. I'm like, I gotta see it for longer than a year. I said that last week. I mean, look, the Brock Purdy plays the Seahawks tonight. All right, let's say Brock Purdy, all of a sudden, nobody's saying this, but let's say like he has an amazing playoff run. I'm not going to anoint Brock Purdy uh, an MVP candidate next year. If he if he's having a great year next year, let's say he just blows everybody away with with how he's playing. He's having a good, great year like Jalen Hurts. I'm not going to award him an MVP next year, even if he's having an amazing season. Unless you hit that 50 touchdown mark like Patrick Mahomes did, I can't just give you an MVP award based on a decent to good year, great year. It doesn't matter which young quarterback it is. Jalen Hurts, uh, Tua, uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy could have an amazing year, and I'm not going to pick him next year. I need to see for a couple years. It's just fair. It's just fair. Unless you're going to throw 50-plus TDs, uh uh-uh. Sorry. Unless you're going to make the spectacular plays, can't do it. So that's my opinion just on how that sits right now with the 49ers, the the Buccaneers, some of these some of these teams we're starting to see everything, you know, pan out now as we're getting closer and that 49ers defense. Uh let's just give them credit cuz I got them making it to the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan who's not the head coach, but he and Kyle talk about it. They have a game plan. It's kind of unspoken. John Lynch, that team is set up to go. All right? And like if it's I look, Brock Purdy keeps going, keeps making amazing plays. San Francisco clinches tonight if they uh the NFC West with a win. They clinch it. So if he if he gets the win tonight, he gets the win next week. You know, he goes on an amazing run throwing, you know, 10 plus TDs like to three picks, going into the playoffs making a deep run. I don't know if you should look back at Jimmy G or Trey Lance. Might be a hot take, but I don't know if you should look back next year. Mr. Irrelevant could surprise you. I think you maybe could move Trey Lance, and I think maybe you could have Jimmy G sitting behind Brock Purdy. And the sad thing is, I love Trey Lance, and I love to see what he can do on the field. The problem is, sometimes you're just just dealt a bad hand in the NFL. Sometimes you are. And I kind of think maybe... Trey Lance, they maybe should have started him more within the first year, maybe the second half of the season. I I think you should have seen what you had with him. And going into this year then, you could have evaluated him even more. But we just haven't seen anything of Trey Lance. And when you're not present and we're not seeing you, it backfires completely. So the 49ers QB situation is something to watch next year. But I believe if Brock Purdy is playing the way he's playing, there's no reason you should go back, move forward. And that may be kind of a, you know, presumptuous thing to say, but this is the NFL. Things change just like that. So, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the 49ers. Like I said, defense best in the league. Uh, Some of these teams are starting to show their true colors. Uh, Cowboys were in a nail-biter versus the Texans. Uh, and, And, you know, that Micah Parsons clip we just played of him calling out Jalen Hurts. That's just stoking the rivalry between the Cowboys-Eagles. Look, our the NFC East is all about the rivalries. I mean, Commanders hate the Cowboys, Giants hate the Cowboys, and Eagles hate the Cowboys. That's just an understood thing. We all don't like each other, but we hate the Dallas Cowboys. We all have a good rivalry between us. We can't stand them.
We all can tolerate each other in that division. We can't tolerate the Cowboys. And when Micah Parsons comes out and says what he says, look, Micah Parsons is an amazing defensive talent. He can say this. He has the right to say this. He he can get away with saying this because he's next level. I mean, people are comparing him to the modern, modern day LT, Lawrence Taylor, best defensive player in history of football. People are comparing him to him. So I don't have a problem with him saying it, but what I have a problem with is there's no need to say it. Why are you saying it? <laughs> See, this is what the Cowboys do. It doesn't matter. Cowboys, fans, players, oh, it doesn't matter. Look at that. We're just, it's the it's the cocky attitude. It's the we're going to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts isn't an MVP, even though I don't believe he's an MVP. Uh, I'm not in the NFL. I don't play against Jalen Hurts. I don't have any, <laughs> you know, persuasion on anything. I can't affect a game or how people play. Micah Parsons fired up the Eagles. He fired up the Eagles with that comment. I just don't think if you're Micah Parsons, you need that kind of uh, fire under the Eagles to come back on you and haunt you because I just think it will. The defense is good. The offensive line is good. The, the weapons, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, uh, th these guys are playing amazing football. I, you don't need this. Miles Sanders running the ball really good for them. So this is what Cowboys do, though. Cowboys are going to do Cowboy things, like I've said all year. I'm not worried about the Cowboys. They do what they do. They pump each other up. They're going to have a great playoff run. We're going to make the Super Bowl. And it's going to be beautiful when they lose. Because it's just what they do. Hey, look, and I'm, I'm saying it for myself, too. Commanders fans, we show a lot of fight within the regular season. We always do this. We always, late season, we always are, you know, 8-8, eight and eight. you know. In the past, we've, we've gone over 500 by a few games. We're looking good. We get in the playoffs, and we shrink. You know, we, we shrink. And it, it's what we do. And it's, it's what the Browns do. And each team is trying to get over that hump. But the Cowboys just do it with a little bit more cockiness. They just, they just seem to they just seem to add to it. <laughs> they seem to put the expectations on themselves. And it's because um, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys family are a classic example of spoiled spoiled kids. Jerry's the dad. Jerry gets them whatever they want. They wanted Odell. He kind of went back and forth on it. Ultimately, Jerry makes the decision, but his kids are going to want what they want. And... Most of the time, Jerry gives them what they want. He gives them the big contract, overpaid Ezekiel Elliott, overpaid Dak Prescott. Um, glad those guys got their money and you know stuck it to Jerry, but this is the classic example of what the Cowboys are and what they'll always be. And I'm just, you know, maybe I'm adding a little extra because I'm a Commanders fan, but our division is, right now as it sits, our entire division is going to get into the playoffs right now. The Commanders have a big game this weekend, uh, Sunday night, against the Giants. And that's a huge game. It's a huge game. I'm not getting too cocky with my Commanders. I'm not a Cowboys fan. We could be knocked out of the playoffs in a couple weeks if we just shrink right now in the in the big moments, you know? So I'm, I'm not going to sit up here and proclaim we're going to make a deep run in the playoffs. This is not what I'm going to do. All right, time for my highs and lows of the week, what I liked, what I didn't like. I mean... I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nano. That means you haven't known the triumphs and defeats, the epic highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> Thank you very much 
for that inspiring words, Archie. And um, what I loved from this past week and what I didn't love. I loved Baker Mayfield. It was my high of the week. Coming back and bringing the Rams back to win 17-16. One of the longest NFL drives, game winners, in like 44 seasons. Loved it. Baker Mayfield's a fighter. I'd want him on my team. He has grit. He has determination. Baker Mayfield is a great franchise quarterback. He's not next level. He has shown us what he is, but <laughs> I love Baker Mayfield. When This kind of Baker Mayfield you want on your team. I think Baker's back. Um, don't think they get the win versus the Packers this week, but definitely loved seeing it. All right, and my lows of the week, what I did not like, the Lakers. Lakers have been underperforming this year. They've shown a little more fight with, uh, you know, AD playing great. But the Lakers, LeBron James, 33 points. Anthony Davis, 37 points. Russell Westbrook, 20 points. And they still couldn't get it done. I mean, Jason Tatum, 44 points, next level. I didn't like that for the Lakers or LeBron. I'm not going to write them off completely this year. They're not playing great. We're going to see what happens with them. But did not like that. That was my low of the week, uh, uh, definitely, in the sports world. All right, well, it's time for my NFL predictions. We're going to kick it off here. You know, last week I went 7-6. and six. I wasn't, didn't do great. Went one game over to go above 500. But this week we have some great games. We're going to get into them. 49ers play tonight versus the Seahawks. All right, I got the 49ers winning 31-23. Brock Purdy going up against Geno Smith. Could be comeback player of the year. Uh, I, I got to give the win, though, to the 49ers. That defense is just next level, man. 31-23, 49ers win. Colts versus Vikings, excuse me. Vikings are going to get the win, 2017. Jeff Saturday's Colts, I think he could be a very good coach in the NFL, but he's still learning. Colts are, aren't going to do anything this year. I, don't, I think they've been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Not too sure. But uh, Vikings get the win, 2017. Kirk Cousins, he'll fade out in the playoffs, but gets the win this weekend. Ravens versus Browns. Ravens are going to win 17-10. Uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson, even when he gets healthy, should step on the field. I think they're going to have Tyler Huntley playing this weekend. So I, I got the Ravens, though, still getting the win 17-10 versus the Browns. Deshaun Watson and the Browns, will they're going to be the Browns. So I got them uh, losing to the Ravens 17-10. All right. Dolphins at Bills. Very big matchup here. All right. Interdivision matchup. I got the Bills winning 28-23. The Dolphins are going to put up a good fight, but Josh Allen's just next level. So I can't I can't, you know, say the Dolphins are going to come out and win because Bills have the better quarterback. So I'm just going to go with the Bills. Now the Dolphins do have Tyree Kills. I'm not going to take anything away from them, but I, I just like the Bills here. 28-23 Bills win. All right. All right. Eagles at Bears. Eagles win 27-20. They're on a roll. They have more fire underneath them now because of Micah Parsons' comments. They can't wait to get to next week versus the Cowboys. This week, they handle their business against the Bears and get the win. All right, we're moving on now. We got the Lions at Jets. Nobody wants to play the Lions. I reiterate, nobody wants to play the, the Lions. They are a hot team right now. They have a great offense. I got the Lions winning big, 31-14 against the Jets. Mike White, I like Mike White. I like Mike White. Excuse me. I don't love Mike White. So, uh, Lions get the win uh, this week. We got the Steelers at Panthers. Kenny Pickett looking better and better each week. Steelers are looking pretty good. Uh, not not going to make a huge 
run in the play. They're not going to make the playoffs, I don't think. So Steelers win, though, 17-10. They get the win against the Panthers, who Sam Darnold is now the quarterback of. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. We got the Chiefs at Texans. Texans kept it close against the Cowboys. They will not keep it uh, that close versus the Chiefs. Chiefs come in and handle their business against the Texans. They're going to get the win here. I, I got them them winning 38-16. Chiefs are going to dominate. All right. We got the Saints uh, going up against the Falcons. Falcons go to, go to the Saints. I have the Saints winning 23-13. This game, not too many storylines. Just going to keep it pretty simple with that one. Uh, and we got the Cowboys at Jags. Look, this might be a fight for the Cowboys. They don't perform well with bad teams, and they perform well with good teams. They're up and down. They're a roller, co roller coaster. Nothing really makes sense. I got the Cowboys winning, though, 31-17. I'm just going to stick with the Cowboys on this one. Bron Cardinals at Broncos. Kyler Murray out right now. <laughs> uh, could be an ACL. We're not sure. He won't be back this year. So I'm going to give the Broncos the win here, 21-13. Uh, last week, Russell Wilson had one of his best games against the Chiefs. I don't know if he's playing this weekend or not, but the, the Broncos will get the win here, 21-13. All right, then we got the Patriots at Raiders. I'm going to go with Derek Carr getting the win with the Raiders against the Patriots. Mac Jones and that who knows who's calling the plays. Mike Patricia... He's the offensive coordinator, pretty much a defensive guy, but now he's an offensive guy. I don't know. Mac Jones seems frustrated. He's regressed. I just like Derek Carr and the Raiders in this game. Josh McDaniels uh, plays the Raiders, and I think he's going, or plays the Patriots, his old team, and I think the Raiders are going to get the win 28-20. All right, Titans at Chargers. Titans have kind of been all over the place recently, and I got to go with Justin Herbert in the Chargers 2017. Chargers take care of business. Final three games of the week. All right, we got the Bengals at Buccaneers. Joe Burrow is playing like a young Tom Brady. That's just the just the truth of it. And I have the Bengals winning 33-28. I think the Bucs will put up some more numbers. I think Tom Brady's kind of called out the defense on the Bengals, said they're, they're okay. That's not going to sit well with the Bengals. But I think he's trying to elevate his offense, and I think it's going to pop one of these weeks. So I'm predicting the Buccaneers pop and score 28 points, but the Bengals win by 33. 33-28, Bengals win. All right, Giants at Commanders. Huge game for these two teams. Huge playoff implications. But I have my Commanders winning 21-20. I'm going to go with my team right now. We got to win this game. We got to. This is the fan speaking to me. So I, I got the Commanders winning 21-20. It'll be pretty much the score of last uh, couple weeks ago when they tied. But this time, the Commanders will get that one extra point. Rams at Packers. Final game of the week, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a baller. It's not going to matter this week. Packers will get the win 2017. But... I, I just got to say, I, I love what I've seen from Baker Mayfield. Aaron Rodgers, you know, they're going into Lambeau. It's going to be a tough game to win. It's a tough game to win in Lambeau against them. It's just the weather. Everything's against you. Baker Mayfield, even though he'll have, he'll have more of an understanding of the offense, you just can't assume going into Lambeau they're going to win. So 2017, eh, the, the Packers win and close out Week 15. I can't believe it's Week 15. Those are my predictions for Week 15, <laughs> and hopefully I'm right. I, I've not had a great season. Um, my final record, my total record right now is 111 to 84. 
still above 500. I predicted 111 games right and 84 games wrong. So we'll see what happens this week. I, I really need to have a good week here to get my predictions, my wins up. So, hey, NFL season, <laughs> it's already in week 15. We only got a few weeks left, four weeks left, I think. And we're ready for the playoffs and we're ready for, you know, late January playoff football. And I, I can't wait. This season has gone by so fast. We're going to see what happens with the NFC East, the Eagles, the Buccaneers. Uh, you know, we, we got we got the Vikings. The NFC East is going to be awesome. Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, Giants. A lot of great games. I'm ready for some playoff football, though. I'm ready to see Tom Brady come alive in the playoffs. I think that's when he's going to come alive. Pretty bold prediction just because they're not playing well. But I think that's when he's going to come alive, and we're going to see that vintage Brady. We're going to see that vintage Brady. I can't wait to watch what Brock Purdy does now. There's speculation Jimmy G is going to come back in the next few weeks for the playoffs, going to try and make it back. I think if Brock Purdy stays hot and keeps playing well, you got to stick with Brock Purdy. You just have to. Kyle Shanahan, you know, they had an opportunity to get Tom Brady twice, and reportedly they just shut that down. They didn't want him. Because I think Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, Mike Shanahan, I think what the Shanahan way is, plug a quarterback in. We have a system. It's not about the quarterback. It's about our system. And, hey, when you got the weapons that they got, woo, and when you got the defense that they got, forget about it. So uh, my Super Bowl predictions, they've completely changed. You know who I have in the Super Bowl now this year? Just, I'm, I'm keeping it fluid with this, but I have the 49ers going up against the Bengals. I think Bengals are going to go back. I think it's going to be a close game in the AFC Championship game between the Chiefs and the Bengals rematch. I think the Bengals get the win, and they go to Super Bowl. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, please like, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, follow me on all my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a good one.